Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Marvel Maniacs. I am your host, Ivan Jackson, and this is a show where we constantly break down different types of Marvel trailers, movies, and TV shows. And what we're going to be breaking down today is a long-awaited trailer for Thor, Love and Thunder. And I just saw this trailer about up to a minute ago. And what I tell you, when I was, the whole time, I was just mesmerized because I already know what this is going to be. So immediately I realized that this isn't going to be a movie about a super big villain on the rise to kill a whole entire planet. No, this is a story about Thor and his self-discovery of who he is as a person in general. Because even in the comics, that's something that Thor's struggling with right now. And honestly, it's been going on for about two or three years. And he's been trying to find himself. And I'm glad they're trying to adapt that into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And right away, we're getting down to the breakdown, okay? So we see Thor running through the woods. Probably nothing special, just... The background's just a place that he liked to go to as he was growing up. And it transitions him from a certain time of age to another time. Like, first he was 7. Then he was, and I'm just guessing here, 19. And then he was an adult. And when he was a kid, you know, he was just wearing regular Asgardian clothing. But when he transitions into that teenage, young adult phase... He wears his original suit from in the comic book. So this is confirmed that he fought in this suit beforehand. And he even went to the... And when he goes into his adult form, he immediately goes into the classic silver suit that we saw him in in the first Avengers movie. Now... Continuing on, we see Thor with his, yeah, I guess we could say new suit, new suit, walking through a pit of fire, and we hear his voice, which I guess we could say is in his head, narrating, and it he's just tell, saying that for his whole life, all he's done is fighting, and he's never really explored himself, which is what I was saying in the beginning. And he even goes so far as to kind of bury the axe. And when I first saw this, I thought it was for like Loki and Asgard and his father to remember them. But now I realize that the axe represents or the hammer represents his fighting and his old self. And he's burying that persona and trying to come up with a new one great symbolization and if you don't know I'm watching the trailer uh, right now you know looking for stuff oh the funny part so obviously we still have Fat Thor but I'm guessing not for long in this movie considering the fact that we get to see 
what I'm going to assume is a training montage of him working out and getting losing all that weight. And, and in fact, in the very next scene, I believe he just shows himself to have lost all that weight. Because he throws off his jacket and like and does the pose from the girl on the Titanic. But uh, before the working out scene, we also saw him, which looked like to be meditating, and which also looked like to be a peaceful area with a huge tree over him, just looking off into the sunset. Again, contemplating his new career path. Oh, and a little Easter egg that I still don't know what it is. We actually do get to see in the next scene a skeleton of something and I'm and I'm I think it's Surtur. I don't know how that works, but that's the only person I could really name in my mind right now. So it might be him. And obviously in the scene where he throws off his clothes and shows that he's not fat anymore. There the battle damage behind him in the background and all the f firing laser blasts. It seems to be that he's in some middle of a fight with the Guardians of the Galaxy considering the fact that Peter Quill is standing right behind them. And they're fighting with a race. And see, here's also the interesting part about the next scene that comes after this. When they're running for war, Thor does not seem interested at all. And you know what? I get it. Because he's 15,000 years old. So he's obviously not really wanting to partake in any more fighting. And 15,000 years of fighting is a lot for someone to do. And I think he's finally trying to rest in that king position. And that's just my guess. Okay, so, in a couple of scenes, we get to see a lot of things. So, number one, we get to see Thor taking the ship, or the Guardians of the Galaxy taking the ship and leaving Thor, and his <laughs> rock friend, who I can't remember, Org, I believe that was his name. I can't remember his name at this time, but I know it was something like that. And, um, Korg, that was his name, Korg. And, sorry, just kind of went blank. And, uh, obviously Thor's still narrating and saying that a hero needs to make his own story. And then, I believe the subtitles read something like, not every god has to do something. Oh. But be- sorry, I'm skipping stuff. But between these cards, we also get to see Thor taking what looks to be a little fun adventure with something or someone. Because, 
it looks like to be a pirate ship because he does pull down a woman and starts kissing her. And I think this is just him trying to, you know, just doing crazy things. And right away, you can also tell that this movie is a comedy. It's not really taken too seriously by this trailer. But you know, it's the first trailer, so we can't really base every theory we have on this. And he's going through one of, and I believe this is one of the nine realms. And he's going through this high-flowing place that everybody predicts what Earth will look like. Or what Marvel predicts Earth will look like in 2099. You know, because if you're a comic book fan, you know that a lot of the buildings are high up into the sky to the point where the clouds are touching them. And so, that's exactly what's happening here, except there's more cold. Okay, and this is where the subtitles come in. Not every god. And then... This is probably one of my favorite scenes, uh, along with a couple other ones. Because you see Thor right here, he's approaching a planet, and his axe is with him, and he's smiling. But he's in a new, brand new gold and blue suit, like, it, that, like in the one that he has in the comics right now. And I just, I'm in awe of this suit, because it looks so good on him. Also, his axe is there. So... I'm wondering if this is the last scene, because, like, of the movie, him staring off into the sky and kind of just having a big old smile on his face, and the movie ends, obviously with the post credit scene. But I'm confused about this hammer and how it comes back into play, because, remember, in the beginning, I did say that he buried the hammer. But you know what? He probably had to fight one more time. And put his old persona to rest and is settling in a king, more of a king's position. Or just traveling, we never know. But his background, you can see in the top right corner from where I'm sitting. It, he, there are little lights that you normally put up at a party. So I'm assuming that people are celebrating. But it looks like they kind of blacked out the back so you can't tell what's happening. And the background looks like that one place on Earth that I can't name, but the sky changes colors and it's really cool. Again, still can't name it, so please don't bash me for it. And then this next scene we get is very interesting. In a split second, we have multiple what it seems to look like bullets, beams, or arrows being shot from somewhere. And... The place that it, the arrows are located, it looks like to be a palace or the throne to some king that they're walking to. Or, it might just be the Greek gods, which I, I don't know, just in the past few years, I've just been studying the Greek gods because it's just so interesting. And I feel like a lot of people learn a lot from it. And just be so intrigued by it. Because I know I was. And so this next scene. It's confirmed to be a palace. A.K.A. Olympias. And Zeus. And those little arrows that I said. Might be arrows or bullets. 
now I see that they're actually lightning rods that form the big lightning rod that Zeus holds. And you can see in this next scene a perfect picture of him holding his uh, lightning bolt. And with all the gods sitting beside him. Which is the part that I got really excited about. And we even uh, get to see in the next scene that Thor, I'm sorry, I just clicked off stuff, but uh, we even get to see in the next scene that Thor is high-fiving what looks to be Korg, and him and Korg are just kind of celebrating. And I'm not really sure why it, the background looks to be like a fun place setting. So they might just be having fun. And so that's when Thor's wearing his new suit. So this is. So this might be further from the ending. But. And then the title cards pop up, and obviously it kind of sums up this movie. It says, not every god has a plan. And then we get this cool, amazing shot of Floor and Cord together, which they at this point seem to be just best friends. Looking at this giant monster that is clearly frozen to death. And I would say, for the movie's sake, they either try to re reawaken it, or they're trying to find something. Because that's really the only two options we have. And Thor is very clearly in a... more of a... for, for like, kind of Viking-ish uh, outfit this time. Armor. And then here's one of my favorite scenes. It's Valkyrie sitting at the head of this board and kind of just being bored and not really want to listen. But I'm assuming that America or the United States or however, however politics work, they're trying to get Asgard to be a part of a country or they're trying to kind of get her to sign off on something. And she just really doesn't seem to be too invested. And the people that are sitting at the table don't really look like Asgardians or how they would talk or dress. And then even in the next scene, we get to see uh, uh, just a throne of Zeus which confirms my theory that it's Zeus, and they're at Olympus with him throwing his little trident. One, well, I guess you can't call it a trident. And the next scene, the very next scene, is basically Quill trying to give Thor a lesson on a life, like life lesson, and. 
when he says all you have to do is look into the eyes of the people that you love it's clear that he loves the guardians because he that's the frame that goes to them also i forgot to mention before valkyrie had the board meeting we got to see this one scene of new asgard which has obviously become a tourist trap because now you can see little boats pulling up american boats pulling up and these kids running around as you know because it's a tourist trap now you can and you can even see a little news bus coming by and the same boat that or would look to be thor riding in but I just realized that it has that yellow stripe, so it obviously wasn't for Because his boat didn't have that. And so, we're finally caught up, and Quill's telling Thor to look into the eyes of his, the people that he loves. And right away, Thor looks at Quill, because, you know, they spend time together, so obviously they've grown a mutual bond to one another. But Quill doesn't mean him. <laughs> and here's where my next all-time favorite scene out of this comes from. So remember how I was talking about how Thor was in his Viking-ish suit this time? Well, he's still in that, and it looks to be a fight that's taking place. And I believe it was help requested from New Asgard. So we went down to Earth, and remember, this is all a theory I'm having, based on the background and the people fighting. And I assume this is where he meets the new Thor, because he looks very shocked to see his old girlfriend, Jane Foster, carrying the hammer, actually summoning the one that he thought was completely destroyed by Helda, Hel- Hela, his sister. And we know that this is that same hammer because it has the blue markings because it was cracked. And it looks like she's about to square off with Thor because she gets in a position that is very clearly an attack position. And again, confirming my theory, when we see Jane Foster, we see a car behind her. A green car, no. I'm not sure how all the other worlds work or what they have on there, but I'm pretty sure they don't have cars like that. Or even cars. And this is confirmed to be Earth. And we get a little shot of Jane's classic... Jane's classic um, suit from the comic books. And we finally get a specific, well, we always had really specific time date, but we finally get another one. July 2022. That's the date we now have. And that's it for the trailer breakdown. And honestly, I have to tell you that I am very excited for this because this opens up so many doors to so many different things. And... You know, it's also kind of relaxing to have a Marvel movie that's not so serious and kind of more comedy-like. And I don't ever think that they thought that would ever be Thor. But it worked. 
because you know the last Thor movie it was 80% um improvised the director confirmed it himself and so I'm just I'm I'm really excited about this because this this is is it just looks fun and looks like it's gonna be a good a really great Marvel movie and something you can enjoy with your family. But yes, that is it for this trailer breakdown. I will see you guys again probably tomorrow because I did say I was gonna be doing breakdowns for everything so I might just do another one today and it might it's gonna be Shang-Chi because I'm trying to go in order of think how I watch things so love you and if you want to hear more of my ratchet voice again then you can subscribe you know yeah give me them views and without further ado love you guys peace out my Marvel fanatics